Hey everybody, welcome back to the Super Movie Show. I'm your host for this week, Jackson Hayes. Uh, we got a great show for you this week. Uh, I'm editor of SuperMovies.com, and you can find me on Twitter at JacksonHayes67. I'm joined by a great panel today. Jacob, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey everybody, this is Jacob Campbell. I'm a head writer for the site. I've been on the past few podcasts. Not much else to say. Uh, my Twitter is at JacobCamp13, and this week we're also joined by Mark. Mark, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey guys, I'm Mark Tan. I'm a writer for the site. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at netcram92796. I'm happy to be here. Colin, go ahead. Uh, I'm Colin. I'm uh, also a writer on the site. You can find me on Twitter at, at Colin Stetzner. Pretty simple. All right, so we're joined by two new guys today, so we'll get their takes on some of the news from the past Hot weeks. Takes. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, we got some decently sized news today. Uh, the CW announced that Batwoman has been cast. Uh, Ruby Rose, who you might know from John Wick, Orange is the New Black, uh, the Meg that's coming out this week, will take on the role of Batwoman. She's set to appear in the crossover later this year, and then she's going to be spun off into her own solo series. So, I mean, that's pretty big news. Uh, Jacob, what's your opinion on it? Um, I'm pretty, I'm moderately excited for it. Like I said in the past few podcasts, I'm not, I don't, I've watched the CW shows in a while. I'm a little behind on everything. But Ruby Rose is a good actress. She's been in some great stuff like John Wick 3 and all that. Um, and I think she'll do a great job with the role. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty much agreeing with you. Um, I've seen a few movies I've seen with Ruby Rose where she's been in an action role. She's been pretty good. And just from what I've seen, I feel like she could take on the role of Batwoman pretty well. Even though Batwoman isn't really something that I've read in a while. But I feel like given that the character Batwoman and her, they're both openly gay. That's already a certainly qualification that could make her be a really strong performer. Yeah, Colin, what do you think? Um, you know, I personally I love it. I love the idea of Batwoman coming to the CW. I'm definitely not as passionate about the CW as you are, Jackson. But, you know, I still haven't given up hope on the Flash, even though it's just been not very bad. good. The it's last very very years. bad, you can say it. Yeah, it's looking for his I didn't want to say it. I just want to outright say Listen, it. I don't um, either. I love the show, but you got to say the truth is the truth. It's yeah, it's it's just bad. And I'm Arrow was fine this last year. Legends of Tomorrow was excellent. Definitely by far the best. And I'm excited now to have Batwoman definitely come over in this crossover. And I'm excited to have her get her own TV series. It should be just amazing. See, this is Colin needs to be on every week because he, he, he gets my CW opinions. He just doesn't want to get fired. Jackson, come on. All right, I I agree completely <laughs> with everything Colin said. Uh, Ruby Rose, honestly, is an actress that has a, a, a better pedigree than most people you see on the CW. I mean, not you know, not to shade anyone that that's on it, but they're you know they're TV actors for the most part, and that's yeah. they're good at what they do. Yeah, Ruby Rose has been in you know huge blockbusters the last couple of years. I mean, she was in a number of them just last year, and it's hard to it's hard to think of her coming to like the small screen. You know, she was on Orange Is the New Black, but that's a Netflix series. You know, it's something big, like big budget. You know, a, a bunch of good actors. I'm really excited for this, honestly. Uh, you know, the internet has their own opinions on it, and that you know they can do with them as they will. But I think Ruby Rose can really take this role in a good way, and I, I'd love to see a series with her. I'm excited for that to come. Um, I'm, I'm ready for her to you know bounce off of Stephen Amell and Grant Gustin in the crossover. I think it's going to be really awesome. Any other thoughts, guys? Do you think she uh, keeps the short hair? I yes. don't. I think they'll probably grow no, it out a little so. bit. Yeah, yeah, probably a little at least because I mean it, like it's pretty sh pretty short right now. I saw a lot of people actually wanted her to play, what was it, uh, Killer Frost? Like if they, when they did the, uh, if they did her in a movie, 
I was like, that could be pretty interesting, but I think she'll do pretty good as Batwoman. Yeah, I mean, I heard people saying that, that, you know, they're upset that she's not playing Batwoman in the DCEU, you know, the the movie itself. Like, that's how, you know, big big of an actress she's become. So it's interesting. I mean, she's her own TV series, which is a commitment. You know, these CW shows go for, you know, three, four seasons, you know, at the least. So so we'll see where that goes. Uh, You know, excited for that. I think it would have been a while before we actually got Batwoman in the in the DCU, that would have been like we would have seen. Oh no, I agree. Yeah, for sure. I think this is pretty good. Yeah, Ruby Rose would have been. Yeah, she'd have been dead by then. Yeah, not dead, but like (laughs) she's an old woman by the time we get to Batwoman. Yeah, at this rate, with um, the amount of DC movies that are in production that aren't Harley Quinn movies, we'd have to wait like fifty-five years. Actually, I think that's a good jumping-off point. It was recently announced that a Supergirl movie is in development at Warner Brothers. Um, Jackson, what do you think about that? You know, this is the 80th movie they've announced this year, so <laughs> just another one to add to the list. Uh, they got Oren Uziel uh, right in the script. He uh, did he wrote it 21 jump 22 Jump Street and the Cloverfield Paradox, so a little bit of a mixed bag there. But uh, this is interesting. You know, uh, where is Man of Steel two? Everyone's been asking it for the last five years. That's what everyone's been clamoring for. So it's it's hard to see. I mean, it's only in development. It's not been greenlit. There's no director. There's no actor. So it's it's still up in the air, but it is being developed along with all these other movies. So, I mean, Mark, what, what do you take on a Supergirl movie? My take is that, it, like you, it's, it, it's announced. It's a thing that's happening. We'll see what happens from here. I mean, Oren Uziel, he can be hit and miss, and he hasn't really worked on any project that's this big or superhero-related. So maybe, some, maybe we won't see another Cloverfield Paradox fiasco again. Maybe he could bring something new to the table, but since nothing is really set in stone, I have nothing that much to add other than I'm interested. You know, and I think uh, I think Supergirl could be a good addition. I just, the DCU is so young in what it's doing, I, I just, I need more of our established heroes. Like, I need another Man of Steel 2. You can't just give me one Superman movie and then basically a Batman with Superman movie and then a Justice... I'm not even going to talk about that one. You know, I just... I need more Superman if I'm going to get into actually having Supergirl come into this world, you know? And, and it's would, just... Go ahead, Jackson. Would, yeah, go ahead. yeah. Would you be upset... Uh, I mean, throw it out to the whole panel, if, you know, Supergirl was a kind of backdoor Man of Steel 2 and, you know, Henry Cavill played a huge part in it and this is the story of her coming to Earth, you know, it's been done in the comic books dozens of times... Would, would that be something to upset you? Do you want just a direct Man of Steel 2, or would you would you take a Supergirl kind of, you know, uh, lead role for Henry Cavill? I prefer... Um, uh, Colin, if you want to take this one. Oh, sorry. No, you can go ahead. I just talked a lot. Yeah, for me, I would definitely prefer a Man of Steel 2, like, direct sequel. I feel like the best way they could... I mean, I, I go with what you're saying with, like, the backdoor pilot. That could almost be kind of like... What they, could, what they could... What they should use a Supergirl movie as is the the bridge to, like, a new generation of, like, the DC movies. Like, the way I always think of it is, like, kind of like how Spider-Man Homecoming was. They had Tony Stark in it a lot, but it was mainly focused on the newer generation of the Avengers and and this new superhero. That's how they should treat the movie as. You need to build, but before you can even do that, you need to build up the characters you already have. We need to have a direct sequel to Man of Steel. We need to see more of Superman himself. And then him eventually building up to bringing in these new heroes in like Supergirl. That's just how I, my take on it. Mark, what do you think? I think that with Supergirl, she could have her own standalone movie and maybe even have one where Superman might not be in it at all. 
but the fact is, the DCEU, they're already trying to course-correct Superman himself, and without that, you can't really have a good Supergirl. Because with Justice League, the, the Superman portrayed in that one is so much different from the one in Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, that just bringing in Supergirl immediately, it'll feel like whiplash the same way that introducing Batman this late in the game, at least for him, in Batman v Superman was. All right, let, so let me think, jump off. I think, I, think, I think that's a good take. Let me jump off of that real quick because there is something interesting that I uh, I had forgotten about but actually heard about today is that Supergirl was technically not uh, technically introduced into the DCU through a comic book, a uh, prelude to Man of Steel back in like 2013 where, you know, she crash land on Earth like thousands of years before uh, Superman came. That's the ship he ended up finding in Man of Steel. And um, that that there's that's where all those rumors came of uh, the Atlanteans and the Amazonians being you know uh, part Kryptonian, and that she was already on Earth. Do you think that some that 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 kind of Snyder vision or that kind of take is something that they're going to stick with, or are they going to scrap that completely, like you said, Mark, and go with that new Justice League kind of Superman? Colin, what do you think? Oh, okay, Gl- I'm glad you passed it to me and not Jacob because I didn't want him to just immediately destroy Zack Snyder right away. God damn. But. <laughs> That's another I, one of those. I was already here. I was like, "Ooh, here we go." I knew you were. I was getting, I was getting really scared. But I'm gonna kind of take the route of Jacob, and I'm just gonna chalk this up to another stupid Zack Snyder idea. There's no way they'd keep that story up. Uh, you know, not enough people read these prelude comics. Not I mean, everyone's I, us. To be fair, I don't think he wrote it, but it seems to be part of. It was some part of his vision. No, that, yeah, it's that like I get be there, saying, and yeah, there was a woman in the ship that could have been Kara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying here, but it's just. None of people read that. None of people know that. I didn't even know that until you brought that up. So I think they're going to just scrap it all together, make her a nice, young, happy super supergirl. Like, kind of take the uh, route of Spider-Man, kind of, I think. All right, do you think they're, they're going to steer away from the show a little bit? Colin, have you watched any of that? Because I, mean, I, I, have... wa- I only watched the first few episodes of the first season. I couldn't really get through it. I I haven't watched the, like the first season. I only really watched the crossover and the stuff with Superman. Cause, yeah, same with me. Like, same with me. Actually, I tried the same thing. I couldn't really get into Supergirl that much. All right, Mark. Mark, do you think do you think this could cause issue with the CW show being on? Um, I don't think it will. Uh, although obviously it depends on the direction they're going to go. But based on I've not seen that many of the Arrowverse shows. I've only seen a couple episodes of each of them. But I get the feeling that tonally, they, they're they different enough that I think you could establish a new Supergirl in the DCEU different from the Arrowverse. I mean, I mean that's a fair point. I think, I think it would be difficult taking the Superman that we saw in Justice League and the Supergirl that we have on the CW and taking the similar tones and kind of blending them into its own, you know, uh, movie... Uh, it, it would be easier for me in terms of tone to go with more of a Snyder vision of, you know, Krypton and the story than maybe what we got in Justice League of just, you know, the the straightforward, like, truth American justice kind of thing that we got out of Superman. Jacob, what what do you think? What should they do with Supergirl? For me, I definitely think they should veer away from the direction of the Arrowverse shows just because uh, they meet when they... So, introduce... so you're saying they should go with the Snyderverse? No, not that either. I'm mm, okay. uh, kind of like something else. Okay, so... With Snyder and the whole, like, he she crashed down, like, years ago direction, I don't think Warner Brothers is going to go with that because if everything they're doing in the DC right now is veering away from Snyder's vision, they're trying to distance themselves from that sort of darker 
kind of storytelling and also just like all the movies as well. They're focusing more on solo stuff right now. They're not really building on what's been there. It's almost like they hit the reset button, but everyone's all the actors are still there and all the stories are there. You just don't reference them. So I don't think they're going to reference that storytelling. And I think they're going to veer away from Arrowverse as well, uh, since when they first made Kara into the into when she became Supergirl, she was she was like already an adult. She had a job and everything, and it just happened. I think the best way to do it is you introduce her as Supergirl when she's young, when she's like a teenager in high school. It'd be honestly, there's so many more stories you can do with that than just because then essentially she's just another a Wonder Woman ripoff if they just make her. If they make her just like that, like she's on the Arrowverse, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I see like your. I, I definitely see your point. Like, I feel yeah. like the tone needs to be specific to Supergirl because Wonder Woman. It, it's a tight rope you have to walk to do something that is already on TV. Like, we don't know what's happening with the Flash movie, but they're going to have to veer away from what you're getting on the CW because people. There's a large audience base that just watches the CW show and you know is maybe not a fan of Justice League and all of that. And you know, your opinion on the CW show lately be what it will. The first two seasons were really good, and people really enjoy Grant Gustin as the Flash. So it's hard to see. Ezra Miller, Supergirl. I wouldn't say is as received as well as the Flash has been. The last, I mean, since its since its uh, inception, but you have to walk the tightrope because what we got from Snyder in Man of Steel was so specific. It was such a specific Krypton. It was such a different take than what we'd seen. It's gonna be hard, especially for you know Snyder purists, for to go back and kind of retcon some stuff if that's what they're gonna do with Krypton. Because, you know, it, it ended the way it did. That, that entire opening sequence, I, I really enjoyed in Man of Steel, but, like, a different take on Krypton. Uh, is that something, like, you guys want to see? Like, would you want to go back to Krypton? Maybe maybe a flashback in Supergirl? I loved the opening scene of Man of Steel. I mean, I love I loved the movie in general, but the opening scene I thought was really good. Uh, Krypton looked amazing. The only thing that was kind of stupid was it felt kind of like Coruscant. Like, there was just no bottom ground to it. And I didn't like how they were like using dragonflies to fly around, but I mean, it looked visually it was stunning. I I would like to go back to it. I think. Yeah, I I, I agree, with Colin. I definitely love to go back. I I loved Man of Steel. Like a lot of the other DC movies, I'm a huge fan of, but I loved Man of Steel. And I feel like the the visuals on Krypton were amazing. So getting to see that again would would definitely be great. I'd like that. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I feel like. Uh... That that going back in that direction would be really interesting because I think like you I I think Man of Steel was very very promising and the fact that the DCU didn't quite evolve the way that we might have expected it is disappointing. Yeah, no, I totally agree. All right, um, that's probably enough Supergirl talk, but let's keep the you know DC women theme going. Uh, we got some Birds of Prey news this news this week. Uh, first off, we got the big confirmation of the villain. Black Mask is going to be the villain. We'd heard rumors that it might be the Penguin, but it has, been, in fact, been confirmed that it's the Black Mask. Colin, why don't you kick us off? What you got? I personally, I'm not too sure about this movie in general. Black Mask does get me somewhat more excited. I do like him as a villain, and I think a good casting for him would maybe be John Hamm. What do you think about that, Jacob? John Hamm, that could uh, actually that could be pretty interesting to see. Um, actually, I never thought about that, but now I actually kind of want that. Uh, yeah, me with Black Black Mask, I think it's gonna be a great villain to see in the movie, especially because it seems like they're on for that kind of like kind of like smaller budget kind of like uh, like on the street level kind of movie. And I feel like Black Mask is the perfect villain for that. He's just this crime boss, and it'll be cool to see against all the the birds of prey. 
And I actually, I kind of want this John Hamm casting now. Uh, Mark, what about you? Now, Black Mask is a. I mean, I don't know that much about the character. I don't. I don't really read the Birds of Prey, but just from your description, I feel like he will be a really interesting villain. Especially with Black Mask being the, the hitman that he is, and also with Birds of Prey possibly being a smaller movie for DC, I think it will be. It'll be a nice change of pace from what we've been getting the past couple of years, both Birds of Prey and Black Mask. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think I think one key point that needs to be brought up in this is that you know the, what Jacob was talking about with being grounded. The one issue Suicide Squad had was that third act was you know utterly ridiculous with the beam and Enchantress when it should have been a small scale movie against the Joker like everybody else thought it was going to be. This is where they can write that ship, and they can have this, you know, group of heroines come in and fight a, you know, a gang lord in in Gotham or you know wherever they may be on the streets, rather than having this, you know, ginormous third act that that has to blow us out of the water. It, small scale seems like the perfect take on this. Uh, Colin, do do you think they're going in the right direct, in the right direction with this? Honestly, with any of these upcoming movies, it's really hard to say. I mean, except for Aquaman and Shazam, look re- look really good. Wonder Woman 84, which should make you happy, does Absolutely. actually look pretty good from the pictures. I think I think they're going in the right direction, and if they keep it small scale, like Jacob said, I think they could really nail it. Black Mask is a good villain, and I'm excited to see Black Canary. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, uh, we got a little bit more news uh, out of Birds of Prey. We got a what was reported is a wish list that Warner Brothers has for the characters. Uh, we got two characters specifically to go along with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. That's Blake Lively, you know, husband of Ryan Reynolds. She's been in a ton of things. She was in Green Lantern. Um, and Vanessa Kirby, who uh, was most recently in Mission Impossible Fallout, uh, that they're up for the role, or that WB wants them for the role of Black Canary. Uh, Mark, why don't we kick it off with that? I know you're a big Fallout fan. What do you think of Vanessa Kirby? Yeah, in Fallout, I thought Kirby was a standout element in it, mainly because she seemed very mysterious and almost uh, intriguing, just in terms of her appearance. And I would very much like to see her in Birds of Prey in a similar role. Colin, do you think Blake Lively could pull off Black Canary? I do. I think with uh, Vanessa Kirby, she just looks like a bit too young with me. But Blake Lively, just the way she looks, she has like this commanding look. Like I just, I'm, I'm drawn to her and she just really resonates power. And I feel like that's what you're going to need for Black Canary. Jacob, Jacob, are you there? I, I actually agree with Colin. I think that'd be really good to see uh, Blake Lively in the role of uh, Black Canary. Like you said, she's uh, the husband of Ryan Reynolds. I think that'd be really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you? I just I, I was spacing. I was spacing on the movie she was in. <laughs> I know she was uh, actually in The Shallows. That was a really good movie. I God damn it! I saw I watched, that. That was good. That was that good. Day, that actually, was good. It actually was fun. Yeah, it's really good. I think she's in that new movie coming out with Anna Kendrick. I can't remember the name. I think it's the. This what is, that's happened? What's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I that that was, what happened to just a note. I'm a huge yeah. Blake Lively fan. I didn't mean. I'm not trying to, Probably you know, not. just make a Ryan. Reynolds. I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. All right. Uh, Blake Lively. I, th- I think that would be great as a role of Black Canary. Uh, and I, well, another role I heard going on was uh, Alexandra uh, Dario. I can't remember her name. Is that right? Yeah. Dario. Uh, Alexandra Dario is a huntress. I think that could be interesting. I know a lot of people when they do like fan casts, they put her in the role as Zatanna, and I think that would be really cool. But she could also do a pretty good job as Huntress. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Colin, do you have any opinions on that? Um, you know, I don't 
I don't really recall seeing her in anything too big. Could you? Do you have any? She was in. She was in Percy Jackson. That was Baywatch. Really Baywatch and Sam. Oh, she was in Baywatch. I don't. Percy Jackson's came out when we were in like middle school. I don't remember that very much. No, I remember I her. I, I, I remember I her like well from those. that movie. Not a big. They weren't quality, movies. but um, not a big fan. It was, it was hurtful. He's a purist. He's a Percy Jackson purist. <laughs> Percy Jackson chill over here. No, I think she could be fine. Really, I just, I just think it has to be a good movie. You gotta, you gotta show me something good. You gotta cast some good characters if you want me to be interested in this movie coming. Listen, Colin. Colin is not sold on Birds of Prey, and I respect that. I respect it. I think I think you'd be interesting with the right cast. I think you throw the you know a powerful group of women together. It it all it, it does depend on the cast. You know we need you need people that can you know lead this film. Like Mar- Margot Robbie's going to do Margot Robbie. We you know she, we know she can do that. She took Suicide Squad to another level when it you know was trying to reach the depths of hell. It was not a good movie, but you know you get you get Blake Lively and Alexandra Daddario in there. I think I think you'd have a really powerful cast to go go against whoever you cast as you know Black Mask in this. And I think I think they're doing the right thing here. I think I think those are some interesting choices. All right, next up, this is this is something for Jacob here. He asked for this specifically this week. There there was a not a this rumor, but um, some people had the idea. Some fans <laughs> some fans had the idea of maybe oh, oh, instead oh, of recasting Ben Affleck for Matt Reeves as the Batman that. WB could use their expertise with you know whoever whatever studio or uh, or uh, company they're gonna you know cipher this out to would be to de-age Ben Affleck for the Batman to make him look younger so that he can be in Reeves's Batman that's set you know fifteen to twenty years. All right, Jacob, you go right ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it to I'll, you. I'll I'll jump in here, Jackson. I got this. Here we go. Uh, if if you listen to last week's podcast, you got to hear my. Very open and objective opinions on Zack Snyder's opinion, the decision to uh, kill off Dick Grayson and bring Carrie Kelly as a new Robin. So this is what a new little bit we're starting called Jacob's Rants. Uh, this week, as Jackson said, is about young Affleck. Uh, someone on Twitter took a picture of Ben Affleck as Batman and used, I think it was Facetune or one of those like Face App things to make him look young. And everyone's like, oh my god, Warner Brothers needs to do this now. We don't need a new actor for the Batman. We just need this. And I'm like, okay, dude, it's one picture. Use Photoshop. Literally anyone can do that. And then someone's like, oh yeah. And so they, like, they took a, a clip of him from uh, Batman vs Superman and de-aged him with the the face app uh, thing and some Photoshop. And I'll admit it looked pretty good. But the issue with this is you're asking Warner Brothers, the people who can't remove a mustache, to de-age Ben Affleck throughout an entire movie. I know there's going to be some people that listen, or all two of our viewers are going to be like, oh yeah, well, they de-aged Michael Douglas and Robert Downey Jr. in the Marvel movies, and they're going to de-age Samuel L. Jackson and Clark Gregg. Yeah, they are, and every time they've done it, it looked good. But it wasn't for a whole movie, it was for like a scene or two. Trying to de-age an actor for like an entire movie? Do you know how expensive that is? Like, that, that you could pay two actors for instead of having to de-age one actor. Like, that makes no sense whatsoever. And that's just my opinion on it. And I think if you, like, retweeted that thing and you're like, this is a good idea. They should do this. Okay, stop. Just chill. You have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Mark, what are your opinions on this? I think that whoever believes that you could make a whole movie with a de-aged actor is just kind of iffy. Especially with Warner Brothers' history with CGI isn't up to par with Marvel's. The mustache is just fantastic. I just I just want to bring it the whole the whole reason this is dumb. They can't remove a mustache 
without messing up Henry Cavill's amazing face. What are you doing? It's not that hard. Just, someone did it, like, in five seconds in Photoshop, and it looked fine. Oh my god, it's just, it's so dumb. It's, Jesus. Uh, Jackson, do you have any thoughts? Colin, anything? Uh, Marvel's gonna attempt to do it with Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, then again, he's not gonna be the main character, and I don't think he's gonna be in it all that much, so... I here's, definitely... here's, no, here's the real question that no one is asking. Are you going to get Ben Affleck to walk onto the set with green screen on his face for an entire movie? Three months, four months, five months of shooting, reshoots. You're going to get Ben Affleck in there with green screen on his face to de-age him for an entire movie. The man won't even commit to a regular movie. Like that, That's the whole issue here is that we've been going back and forth with him committing, decommitting to the to playing the role. Are you going to get him into this with all this green screen, you know, nonsense? I don't think you are. I don't think Affleck wants to do it. I don't think he would do it. I don't even think it's a question. I think this was a ridiculous, you know, fanboy pipe dream. Just let it go. He's going to be recast. It's okay. Just get, get over it. It's all right. They're going to reboot Batman in 10, 15 years anyway. Let's just, you know, leave it at that. Any other thoughts? Imagine the budget that movie would require to do that the entire time. Because exactly. you're going to have to pay Ben Affleck even more. You're going to have to pay him $50 million. Exactly. Then you're going to have to pay $200 oh, million to, to do all the CGI. It, on top of the other CGI, they're going to have to do anyway, no matter who the villain is, who whatever is, all this nonsense. Exactly. It's, it's good. God forbid he has a mustache. Is, oh anyone, God, is, any, is WB going to greenlight a $300 million Batman movie? I don't think so. Especially when the DCU is, you know, not doing as hot as everyone would like it to be in the box office? No. Absolutely not. Did You're you not see, gonna make that money. Did you back. see Justice League's box mm -hmm. office numbers? Like they're not gonna greenlight anything like that with that kind of with that kind of budget. I mean, it, the reshoots they did for Justice League ballooned it. You know, it ballooned the the uh, the budget. It, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Just just get over that, it. I, I think that wrapped it up pretty nicely. This has been Jacob's rants. If you have another topic you'd like us to meet a rant about and then open up to the the field, uh, let us know. And now we're gonna move on to our next topic. Uh, a little bit of some Marvel news this week. Dave Bautista recently came out, and he said that he would ask Marvel to release him from his contract or to be recast if they do not use James uh, James Gunn's script. I got the quote right here, Jacob, so I can, I can read it. Yeah, that, yeah. He said, yeah, uh, this was him speaking to the short list. Uh, this, comes, this came right after his, uh, his controversial tweet um, where he said that he'll do whatever he's legally, legally obligated to do with James Gunn, but he did not sign up for James or for Guardians of the Galaxy without James Gunn. So he, in, in the tweet before the quote, he said, it's also pretty nauseating to work for someone who'd empower a smear campaign by fascist hashtag cyber Nazis. That's your own opinion. We're not going to get too deep into what happened with Gunn. We're really going to talk about Batista. Here's his quote from the short list. Where I'm at right now, if Marvel don't use the script, meaning Gunn's script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which he'd already finished before all this went down, then I'm going to ask them to release me from my contract, cut me out, or recast me. I'd be doing James a disservice if I didn't. So Bautista is not on board if Guns, you know, if he's severed completely, if he doesn't use the script, if he's not directing, he does not want to be involved. He wants to be out. So let's start with Mark. Mark, what 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 do you make of all this? I think that Bautista supporting Gun is probably a good thing because he's one of the, he's among many people who have worked with him for several years now. So the fact that he's standing up for Gun, I think is on point with Batista and how open he is about issues like this. You know, everyone's come out in support of James Gunn, but Dave Batista has been by far his biggest supporter. And I completely understand where he's coming from with wanting to support his friend. You know, they've obviously worked together for so long. 
James Gunn helped build this franchise that has no business being where it's at now. It, with Dave Bautista being as popular as Drax as he is, I'm at, I'm I completely understand why he would walk out if they don't at least use his script to end the trilogy of this character of these characters, this group of characters that have been bonded into a family. And I understand where he's come from. He wants to keep that in the family. He wants to make sure that Drax, Star-Lord, Gamora, Groot, Rocket's story all end with each other by the man who started it, really. not I mean, not to leave out. Uh, someone else also wrote Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't remember her name. Uh, but Nicole Portman? I, Nicole Portman, there you go. Nicole Portman, yeah. But... James Gunn did have a big, a huge part in that directing it, so I don't, I just, I didn't want to leave her out as well. Um, you know, it's I completely understand it. I get where he's coming from. I wish he wouldn't, because I don't think they're gonna use Gunn's script at all. I don't think James Gunn would let him. I wouldn't personally if I was James Gunn. But I mean, it's tough to say if that's if that's legally. I, I'm not sure. It, you know, it's all you know logistical because he turned it in. It's mm-hmm. hard to say what you know he was commissioned, so he might have been paid already. It's hard. I mean, yeah, it's hard to true. tell. Uh, I think this is interesting. I think you know Bautista is obviously been the most vocal out of everyone in all the Guardians cast. It, it, it's hard for me to say though because Drax is like an integral part of the Guardians. You know, he's he, he's arguably you know the heart of them. He's changed the most from you know from the first movie to the end of Infinity War. I'd, I'd say he's 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 probably gone had the biggest arc of all of them but it's it's hard to it's hard to say like what disney is like willing to do with this and what lengths they're willing to go are they just willing to go like all right bautista you're out of here that's fine we don't need it you know we'll make money regardless do you guys think if someone like chris pratt as zoe saldana came out with a similar statement or even you know close to his his level of bautista's level of where he's at that that disney would have to act on something jacob what do you think Sir, I'm glad you brought that up. Because a lot of people I see on Twitter that they take, they have their opinions on it. They're like, he's acting like he's the Hulk, or he's acting like he's this important character. Well, yeah, he is this important character. Drax is like, uh, and he's like, like you said, Drax, he's an integral part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Ten years ago, if you didn't, if you asked someone who are the Guardians of the Galaxy, they'd have no idea. Like some random dude on the street wouldn't know. But now he'd be like Drax, uh, Peter Quill, Gamora, all these characters. Everyone knows this character. Drax made the he, Dave Bautista made Drax who he is on camera, and I feel like it would be difficult to recast him or let it, let the character go. I don't even so I feel yeah. like that's I don't even think yeah, recasting like, should be talked about. I think that would be exactly I think that would be ridiculous. I would point. think if Marvel, you know, not to like just name names, but you know, threw someone in there just you know, oh John Cena or The Rock or you know, whoever can you know, oh someone else can be that. Exactly. It's not you know, Batista made this role his own and, and James Gunn was integral in that. Like I've James Gunn fought for Batista, you know. Yeah. Batista was a wrestler, like this was his big break in acting. And he's taken it to another level. You know, he's gotten a bunch of other franchises off of this. He was in James Bond and all the and Blade Runner. Like he's in a ton of things. And he owes that to James Gunn. You know, exactly. he's fighting for his friend, and that's fair. And you commend that. But it, the real thing, the real story here is, you know, what is Disney going to do about this? Because it's I I feel the same with like way you do, Colin. Are I don't think they're going to use the script. I think they're going to have to have it rewritten because they don't want any ties if that's where they're going with this. So I mean, Mark, what what does Disney what does Disney do? If Disney were to uh, not, <clears throat> if Disney were to keep the script, James of script, it's one of those things where it, the I think the movie would feel like it was obligatory, like it just had to be made. Whereas if you were, if Disney were to drop Gun script, then of course Batista would ask Disney to remove the contract. But not just Batista. I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be against it. Most notably, Zeldana, Pratt, 
basically everybody else who's been regularly in the series, even say the crew members. Here's another question: Would you guys want to see gun script in someone else's hands? Because you know, with comedy, it's very director specific. You know, the the way the the beats go, the way you know the joke, the land, the jokes land. It's very on the director, and it, it's written well. That's fine. Jokes can land without you know the greatest timing, but like it helps. And the Guardians are you know they're known for that. So, do you want to see you know someone else take gun script and make this movie? Colin, what do you think? Um, perfect. I was hoping you were gonna call me. If not, I was gonna interrupt and be like, "Can I take this one?" Um, <laughs> like you said, Drac had a huge arc over the start of the Guardians of the Galaxy all the way into Infinity War. Infinity War, Drax was getting some of the biggest laughs in the theater. Oh, by Anytime far. He would say something, like, "Why is Gamora?" That was hilarious. I loved it when he was standing, standing still. You know, right? And, and, and he was from, invisible. And from the Russos, that was improvised. That was yeah. Batista himself. And James Gunn uh, supposedly some had to write some of the Guardians got uh, dialogue. Yeah, we we for broke the film. that story, by the way. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> we d- I did specifically, but we did that as a group. Such a good humble brag! Oh my god, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> I love it. It's so subtle. Um, anyways, you know, like you said, comedy's very director inputted. You know, like James Gunn has such a huge role with that, and I think him and Batista, you know, they they really understand the character and each other, and that really helped bounce bounce it out you know and i think you you need the script you need gun to get the full potential out of this whole comedy situation which the guardians have become you know they all it's constant jokes between the group and that's what makes it lovable jacob do you think you could do a 50 50 with the script without gun do you think you would you would you want that to go ahead i i look at it this way what's an example of a movie that one director was already there it was his story and then they got rid of him, and they brought someone else on. Justice, oh, League. Justice League. How that? How that work? That didn't work out. I mean, well. this is—it's different because this would be pre-production or you know pre-filming, so Still, it's, it's like, different. Like, but like you're like right. You said, no, it's, it's someone right. else's story. The direct, the new director wouldn't really have the same, the the same like take on it. Well, the issue, the issue would be well. they would. They wouldn't be able to have Gunn's input on the script, like the way, like if Gunn exactly. decided not to direct, not to exactly. direct the third one for a, a, B, and C, but he wrote the script. There would still be a you know collaborative process there. So, I don't, I don't I mean, think we'd have the collaborative process at all. He would, I, well, no, what, he's what, gone. Exactly. He can't. He, I don't know if they can. Although, I might be, I might be wrong. Doesn't he still get like a producer credit on it? Because when you cast, if, if they use if they use the script, but they're I not as if, characters. Like, if you ca- if you use a character that he casted. Isn't that like I? So I'm, not sure I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe. So, so I, mean, I, I think. Know he's, I know, yeah. Exactly. It's just it's it's so difficult to do. This whole situation is it's the fact he was fired is still just like it makes no sense at all. The jokes were like ten years ago. They were terrible, disgusting jokes, but still they were ten years ago. It makes no sense. It's just it's the it's a terrible situation, and I don't think no matter what happens, no one's going to be happy. There's going to be some group of people that are just they they don't like what happened at all. It's just it's it's difficult. I don't know how I stand on all. Mark, your thoughts on a James Gunn script, but no no directing. Uh, I would really hate to see Gunn's script not being directed by him because Gunn, both in the writing and directing position, he has this really strong personality that you can feel in both the Guardians movies and even to a lesser extent in Infinity War, or even if he's not writing or directing. The fact that he's established the character so well, even people, other people working on it, you can still feel Gunn's presence. 
no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And it, this is this is a no win situation in any way. But if 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 it took Gunn's script with another director to keep Bautista, does that you know differ the situation in your mind? I think I would still be. It still feel the same. I mean, it depends. I mean, if let's say uh, the Infinity War writer decided to go on to do Guardian the, uh, the Guardians three. I think I'll be okay with that because we've seen them already with Infinity War. But other than that, I feel like there's going to be a huge loss. No, I agree. And I mean, I don't think there's much else to say about the situation. I mean, it's, it's incredibly difficult and we don't know, you know, it's just waiting for the next move, basically. You know, how, how is Disney going to respond? That's basically all we got for now. So I guess that's going to wrap that up. So uh, we're going to take some Twitter questions that you guys sent in this week, our wonderful readers. So let me... That really quickly. You are readers, most of our writers. Yeah, most, uh-huh, yeah. All because of you, Jackson. Mostly. You enabled All us. Right, we're gonna, honestly, I did. I asked for questions because we didn't have enough. On to, <laughs> cut that out, Marcos. Caleb, please. Okay, we're gonna start. We're gonna start with an interesting one here. All right, uh, Brandon Katz at at Great Catsby on Twitter asked us to pitch a reboot, prequel, or sequel to a beloved '80s film property. So, Jacob, we're gonna start with you and go around the panel. I'm glad you uh, you asked me first. I I have a very interesting idea. What's one '80s property that everyone loves? Don't 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 sound out. This is redundant. You tell Ghostbusters. Me. Everyone loves the Ghostbusters. If you don't like the Ghostbusters, you're a terrible person. Okay. Now we've already we've seen Dan Aykroyd. We've seen all these great male actors take on the role. But what if we flip the pay- what if we flip the script? An all female cast, headed by Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. I'm trying to think. Of- whoa, 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 whoa! Dude, this about- is ridiculous. What about Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon. Throw- oh my God, Leslie Jones, dude. We've got a script right here. Okay. Are you we- are you saying that they're gonna make a decent movie that people are gonna hate on for no reason at all? That's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly what I'm pitching here. I say we switch it up to what if um what if we flip up the receptionist? We bring in a male role, Chris Hemsworth. What are you guys thinking? How are we thinking about this? We like it. That's I my think idea. this sounds like a perfectly fine movie. That I think this really, sounds, you know, that's not perfect, but I, I liked it. Well, what movie is perfect? Moments. Exactly. But I, you know what? The best part of this is we're gonna have an entire section of the internet hate on it before the movie even comes out. That's wow. I think this is the perfect script. What do you think? This sounds too real for me. It's not, honestly it's it? crazy. It's, uh, it's 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 crazy believable. I'm kind of right? having deja vu right now. Yeah. yeah, it's like I don't know. Just the, the idea just came to me. I don't know. Uh, but do you need a producer? Because I will. I will fund this movie. I, I I would appreciate that very much. Actually, um, I'm gonna. My Patreon is up on my Twitter. If you want to go there and help me fund it, <laughs> do we have a Patreon? We should get a we Patreon. Absolutely do not. We should definitely get a Patreon. We should definitely get a Patreon. Because I don't know. Because our viewers might not know this, but we're poor. So <laughs> if you would like to make us not poor, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, I have well, they rent coming up in a few They don't days, have a way guys, to send so... us money yet. You can't be asking well, for money. Uh, our PayPal is uh, Jacob Camp. Uh, never mind. Um, if you would, yeah, just uh, so if you'd like a Patreon and a ghost, a female Ghostbusters movie, let us know. Why don't we uh, throw the okay. question around the okay. table? Can we get Mark, a GoFundMe. Yeah. Okay, Mark, 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 get us off this train. <laughs> okay, let's let's get off this uh, Ghostbusters train. Um, I I think we should get back on the train. train. Oh. oh, actually, um, the tra- the movie that I have in mind is sort of. If you want to consider one of the films of this, but I'm going to go with a different franchise and I'm going to say Back to the Future. I'm going to do a sequel to this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, modern day. Modern yeah. day. So the first thing that I'm going to do is we're not actually going to see these new characters, the old characters like uh, Doc Brown, Martin McFly. We're going to see, it, we're still going to have the DeLorean, but what's going to happen is that Doc Brown's going to sell it. And now we're going to see different group of people working on it. Maybe even 
female, all female cast for this one. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm thinking we throw Melissa Betty McCarthy. Betty White is the is the new Doc. Wait, no, no, no! I, I'll do I'll do you one better. Uh, Golden Girls meets Back to the Future <laughs> sequel. Oh, God. Now we'll have, now <laughs> I think, we'll I think that'll sell out theaters worldwide. We okay. sold a movie. All right, Colin, give me one. Um, you know, I'm gonna go with twins. You know, there's been oh, wow. rumors this whole time that. There's another one called Triplets coming out with Eddie Murphy attached, which I think would be brilliant. I loved Twins. I don't know if you guys are big fans of it. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know how you couldn't. It's got Danny DeVito, the greatest actor on this earth. I would really love to see a Triplets movie. I mean, get Eddie Murphy back into some comedy. I haven't seen him in forever. I don't really know how you'd want to pitch it. I'm not a director. I'm not a producer. I'm not a writer. I can't really... I can't really give you that. I just want a triplets movie. Here's how, here's how you pitch it. What if okay. I could tell you we have a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. Eddie Murphy, right. and okay. Danny DeVito. All right. That's yeah, the so movie. That's the movie. There you go. You got. You just have to put Danny DeVito there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in. You, you save Danny DeVito for last. You get him. You, you have him wanting more. You're like, oh my god, how could this cast get any better? Danny DeVito. Right here, I'll, I'll give you a serious answer here. Okay. And the only answer is Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I want a sequel. I need modern day Ferris Bueller. What is he doing? What office crazy job does he have taking now? Taking a day off work. Yeah, taking a day off work. What does he do? You know, we saw what he did as a kid. What can he do with as an adult with money? I like you where know, this what, is going. What crazy adventure can he go on? We get Cameron back. Cameron's in charge of his dad's company. He's got an even better car than last time. This is good. He's going to wreck a thing. He's got another car. He's got a Tesla. There's, even a, there's a bigger Chicago parade. You know, the Cubs, are, it's a World Series game. You know, you he's make Elon everything Musk. bigger. So we're making Ferris Bueller the bigger and bolder cut. That's what it is. I like this idea. I like this idea. Now, let's move on to our next question, because I think we just destroyed the 80s. <laughs> we ruined everyone, our parents' childhoods. Everyone who's listening is I, like, I'm done. As if the 80s didn't destroy itself already. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, wow. Marking out on the next podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to jump into the next question. Uh, we uh, we covered this a little bit, but something we do here is that if someone asks a question we already talked about, we're going to give a funny answer. So uh, what are our thoughts on the Ruby Rose Batwoman casting? Jacob, give me something sarcastic. Uh, I was I'm 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 still okay with it. I definitely think that they could have cast someone different. If I myself was casting Batwoman for the CW, the only actress you need is Scarlett Johansson. She's got the range. She can literally play anyone, uh, Asian, trans, anyone, literally anyone. I don't even think I think they changed the game altogether. Phone? She can play a phone. She can play a phone. Play I, a phone. Literally a phone. What I, I think what they could have done different. Batwoman's not actually a person. She is a literal bat. It's just Scarlett Johansson as a bat. Is it the bat from that cut scene from the Val Kilmer Batman? Yes, you know, it is. The, the, it the is weird. The weird scene, the mm-hmm. look at scene. Yes, and I, I'm glad oh, you brought it up. Go. That's literally who she's playing. Nowadays. They are they're converging Val Kilmer's Batman with the CW. It's the it's the okay. crossover no one wanted, and but they're giving it to him. All right, we're we're gonna move on because we're we're getting long on time. So I'm sure everyone else had some decent answers, but uh, yeah, West, yeah, our own West probably in there. Yeah, uh, Colin was just gonna go Danny DeVito, so I'm gonna save the time. I was going to say Sarah Jessica Parker. It's <laughs> even better. Okay, Weston asked, uh, besides what's been announced, what kind of content do you want to see on the DC and Disney streaming service? I'm going to jump off. Um, spoilers for Teen Titans Go if you haven't seen it. Uh, if anyone who's on right now Oof. needs to muffle, muffle. Hold on. Hold on. I got to muffle. Okay. How have you not seen it? It's on Twitter. Oh, my God. It's, right. It literally was spoiled the first day R- by our own writer. Our own writer retweeted Rascal. it. Like, what? Oh, Rascal, okay, what were you okay wait, Titans? wait, wait, wait. If... if Actually, the only thing I know about Teen Titans Go is that retweet, so I think I'm okay with this. 
Okay, yes. The original. If you haven't seen the movie, the original Teen Titans were teased at the end of coming back. I need season six. I need season six of the 2003 Teen Titans cartoon on the streaming service. I need it now. I needed it yesterday. I needed it 10 years ago. All right, Mark, you can come back now. I was already on here, Dory. Um, no, no, because you know, because I I was spoiled already. That's why I checked. Okay, I checked. Okay. I was sort of listening, and I'm okay. Okay, well, Mark, what's your answer? What do you do? You want to see anything specific on the streaming service? Nothing specific. I just want quality content because so far with the DC streaming services, uh, I've not been. It's not that promising right now. Oh God! Don't get us into Titans again. We're going to go off for another half an hour. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. That's, that's it. Just who doesn't like Party City Wigs? <laughs> Colin, you got anything? Uh, just like you, I would love to have season six of the original Teen Titans cartoon series. I own all five of the original uh, seasons. I love it. I need it. Um, as far as Marvel or D- Disney's, I would love to have. Maybe you could get Marvel comics on there, like how DC's going to put their comics on there. I mean, I get that's just DC, but and maybe Disney couldn't be able to get Marvel's comics on there. But you know, if they could, I would love to see that. How about some Marvel one shots? How about we get those back? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, totally. This would be nice to have back. All right, uh, Jacob, you got one. Uh, I mean, I'm, I actually really like Colin's idea of getting some Marvel comics on the Disney streaming service. But if I had to get a show. I know that they're not going to be really making any more like Netflix series. I'd love a Moon Knight series on the streaming service. That'd be all like I, I, I who doesn't like Moon Knight? Everyone loves him. Right, you've been, you've been, you keep talking about that. We've been talking about that for five years. It's beaten to death. Jackson, I'm gonna be it some more. Okay, how about that? Do you want, do you want to? Do you okay, want to next, more? next, next. You're on. Question. You're on next week's Jacob Rants. How about that? <laughs> I hope so. I'd love to this listen. Saw Jacob's rants. Jackson. <laughs> okay, Jackson's uh, right, next mean. question. <laughs> Our own rascal asked, uh, "Do you guys think Howard the Duck should get a film or television reboot?" I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I was gonna say neither. Yeah, I was just gonna say neither. Sorry, rascal. I'm just not that into the character. I don't think what? it'd be funny. Now he's in Guardians Two and Guardians One. That's good. Let, me, let me try and sell you on something. You know how you just brought up one shots? It's a series of like three minute clips. Howard the Duck. Okay, I might be down for that. See, I might be down for go. that. Wow, I answered my own question. There you go. Mark, would you want to see Howard the Duck back? I'd like to see Howard the Duck back, but only in a one-shot. Okay, fair enough. All right. Our next question, from our own Kevin. What's your dream superhero role if you were actors and beefcakes? Uh, I don't think any... Uh, Colin, do you think you're a beefcake? Uh, personally, I think I'm already a beefcake, Kevin. I'm kind of offended. I think everyone that's on this podcast right now is a beefcake. I think everyone in our whole group is beefcakes, unless... I mean, some of the girls probably don't want to be called beefcakes. In that case, I mean, yeah, no. I don't know what what's cut a, this what's out. A female Caleb. alternative to a beefcake. Beef pie. I don't know. Yeah. What the hell does that beef mean? Pie? I don't know. Cake versus pie. Yeah, just cut that out. Please cut this Gender out. Gender neutral cake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's your dream this. superhero role, Colin? Um, could I go villain and say Doctor Doom? Sure. You don't want to have a. Not... You don't want to show, show your face. Fair enough. That Moving works. on, yeah, Jacob. Well, I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to have a dream superhero role. It's tough. Uh, I'd like to play rapid fire. Hurry Iron up, Iron Man. Iron Man, because I'm, right, I'm a jerk. Mr. Incredible. Mr. Incredible. Okay, I'm going Punisher. Next question. Punisher okay. Um, sure. Jordan Humphrey asked us, "Why are you guys so ridiculously good looking?" I think Colin kind of took that I already. I think that. that's a trick just question. Good. We're not. There you go. Well, thank you. Okay. You have a funny answer. <laughs> Next a, question. Funny answer, guys. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right, Danny. Our own Danny asked us, "Pitch your dream sequel to any movie." I'm gonna jump off. I want a sequel to The Social Network set uh, today, 
uh, with all the Russia Facebook stuff. It's not that interesting, but honestly, I didn't think the social network was going to be that interesting. And it's my favorite movie of all time. So now, Jacob, uh, first question, question right yours: Is it still going to be Jesse Eisenberg, or are we actually going to have the Zuck? Absolutely, in it? it needs no. It needs to be Jesse Eisenberg. I can't take the actual robot. I need you don't the want, guy who can. You play don't want the Zuck? I gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, uh, dream sequel. I would love. I love Sherlock Holmes three or Iron Man four. I've wanted those movies forever. I really, I would love. Isn't Sherlock Holmes three coming? I think yeah, it, it is, is, and I just want to say I want to put yeah. it out there because I know one day they're gonna be like, "Sorry guys, it's not happening." I just want it. I really need it to happen. I love the Sherlock Holmes movies. They're so good. All right, Colin. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go a District Nine sequel. I love District oh, okay. Nine. I'd love to see a Neil sequel. Neil Camp. Only yep. if the title Mark? is District Ten. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, diverge a lot. Um, pretty heavily to uh, Disney animation, although I know that Disney sequels are sort of a, a taboo thing, but I want a legitimate, actual sequel to Atlantis, The Lost Empire, because I think that's an underappreciated Disney movie, and I feel like you could really expand on that universe. I think there was a sequel. Wasn't it like a direct-to-DVD one? I don't count that. <laughs> I said like, actual sequel. It's the not thing canon. Is, like, actual sequel. That's like that's like the sequel to Teen Titans that movie that they made. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Ca- it's not canon, canon, guys. It's not canon. Yeah, I want an actual theatrical release of that. Okay, we're gonna run into our last question, and from our own douchebag Jacob. That's me. <laughs> Who do you think would well, win in a fight? And I'm gonna preface it beforehand so we don't take two hours. You know, talking about different incarnations of characters. Who would win in a fight? Black Panther or Batman? And I'm talking. Today, cinematically, Ben Affleck v. Chadwick Boseman. Jacob, it's your oh, question. I will, I will go in. Okay, so the reason I brought this up is because I saw it on Twitter. Someone's like, who going to fight Black Panther or Batman? And someone's like, really? You think Black Panther win? He tried to kitty pounce on Thanos with five Infinity Stones. Exactly. He tried to take on a guy with five Infinity Stones in his vibranium suit. Are you trying to tell me Ben Affleck in his bat suit is going to take on Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet? Dude would get bitch slapped into Narnia. Like, what are you talking about? hundred percent. I think Black Panther wins that fight. Cause and I know does anyone like, else. Re- does anyone else remember the Doomsday fight? What exactly happened there? Exactly. He, he stood off. His, he had to get his butt saved. Exactly, dude. If Wonder Woman wasn't there. Oh my god, he'd be dead. But the whole point is like, the uh, bat. Uh, all the Batman fans that are listening, all two of them are gonna be like, well, all Batman needs is preparation. I hate that excuse so much. If you get Batman prep time, he can beat anyone. He doesn't have. Well, let's hear. We're gonna. Here's how the fight goes. There's no prep time. He's sitting in Gotham. He's taking a walk. He's taking a stroll down the street. Chadwick Boseman jumps up in his Black Panther suit, and he doesn't have any prep time. He's dead. He, he loses the fight. That's my stance on it. Um, Colin, do you have any uh, opinions on the Black Panther versus Batman? Um, you know, is this like the Weekly Planet's uh, standard football size feel? Oh yes, Jacob? I love. I love when they do Jackson those. would love that. I love when they um, do those. Absolutely. Anyways, I think. Personally, I think Black Panther would probably win. I mean, I saw that thread you were talking about. Yeah. And it ended up with someone drawing a picture of Doomsday ripping off Thanos' arm. <laughs> I, and I was just like, okay, I love okay. this. It's so stupid. But I think Black Panther would win. I love Batman. But I just think he's got, you know, he's got superhuman. Black Panther has borderline superhuman abilities. Got a suit made out of one of the most powerful metals. And he has claws. I think he, I think he wins. I mean, here's the issue. Chadwick Boseman, I mean, he's, he's honestly, he's older. But, I mean, you can't tell how old he is because, you know. He's such no, a good-looking dude. He's a killer. Yeah. Black Panther don't crack. Ben Affleck. Ben, <laughs> ben Affleck is, is pushing, you know, getting his AARP card. Like, this man is not... He's not six. He's not in the game anymore. He's just... He's oh. not into it anymore. Hold up. If you um, get... I don't mean to interrupt. Are we talking, like, regular Ben Affleck or, like, facetune Ben Affleck? Babyface Ben Affleck. Oh. 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 Yeah, we Does this change the game? Did we just change the game? 
I think no, maybe. No, absolutely not. <laughs> give me young Ben Affleck. I don't know who wins that one. You give me, uh, give me, uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting Ben Affleck. Maybe. Goodwill Hunting. Maybe. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, now he's getting real. Get well, a hard Boston accent. Mm, I don't know if it can be Wakanda. That's kind of unfair. It should be neutral ground in a football field. I think we're gonna we're gonna steal the with the Weekly Planets bit and we're gonna put it on a football field, an American football field. Okay. Okay. Is there prep time? One v one. No prep time. No prep time. <laughs> Drop it. Now it's real. Mark, Mark, what do you think about it? Here's the thing. Batman is one of my absolute favorite superheroes, but here's the thing. He's got money and a couple gadgets. Black Panther has vibranium, and I think that settles the score right there. I think so. I mean, yeah, as soon as as Batman throws one of his little batarangs at him, he's just... uh, uh, Chadwick is going to absorb the kinetic energy and then blast him out of the out of the stadium. It's over. Like I don't know what Batman's going to do. He's going to he's going to hide in corners until and like for nothing. Like it's not it's not a fair fight. Here's, like here's how Black the fight, Panther would win. Here's how the fight's going to go. Black Panther shows up. Bruce Wayne starts yelling, "Diana, Diana, help, please, Diana." That's how the fight's going to go. <laughs> he's just going to go. Oh shit! We're and then she's going to show up and save so her and save his life. So many people hate okay. All right. I think. All right. All right. That's enough rambling for this can week. I, can I ask oh, one oh, more yes, question? Of course. God. When do you think we're gonna get a Captain Marvel trailer? Um, I'm gonna say probably October ish. I'm saying August. It's gonna be. It's gonna be coming it's out in be, August. Okay. This month. Okay. End of the end of the month. I guarantee. End of the month. Not guarantee because I have no idea. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap up this week's show. I thank everyone for being here this week. Uh, Jacob, why don't you go ahead and say your goodbyes? Uh, I've been Jacob. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast this week. Hope you hope you liked it. Uh, like I said earlier, you can follow me on t- at Twitter at JacobCamp13. I just lost a follower. Whoever you are, please come back. Who's uh, me? All right, Colin, say goodbye. All right, uh, this has been Colin. You know, first time on the podcast. I had a great time with you guys. Thanks for having me. And you can catch me at Twitter at Colin Stetzner. Mark. All right, uh, it's, this is Mark. This has been, I've had a really had a great time with, uh, being my first podcast. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at natcrown92796, and I hope that you enjoy this podcast. And this was Jackson Hayes, and I appreciate everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, like, all those good things, and don't forget, you can't fight the friction. Wow, that's, that's, that's getting good. That's the title. <laughs> all right, stop recording.